now it's time for the Faith FM Breakfast Show with your hosts, Blake and Lawson. Take it over, Lyle. Oh, <laughs> times are changing. You know, I was actually doing it because usually it's and now and it's like Blake, and I start going and, and then it doesn't do it. And no, I'm like what's what's going Things on? Things is getting wild over here. Uh huh. Lyle is uh, taking too long in that kitchen. That's so I'm right. Just I'm just, I'm just like you know when you sit down, you just kind of like wiggle a little bit and you just get comfortable. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. You know, you've, the chairs formed around you. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's there. It's there. It's how it's happening. I want to do a shout out to our listeners in Courageong Heights, New South Wales. Mm. Courageong, I think that's <laughs> it, right. Port Kimbla, is that right? <laughs> New South Wales, eighty-seven point eight. Kimbla, and then. Matt Gambia. Oh, Matt Gambia. Shout uh, out. I shout out. Matt South Gambia. Australia, 87.6. They have a lake there, and it's really deep. And a mountain. And it, Yeah. It's called Mount Gambia. And a motorbike track that I've been to a bunch of times. Oh, really? They've got, lot, they've got lots going on in Mount Gambia. Lots going on. What, and they've got Faith FM. Yeah, they do. Woo! Shout out. Hey, what, what, are you, what are you grateful for this morning? Australia. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I literally love this country. It's crazy. I was just thinking about... Like all of the great good things here, and one of the great good things is like I can actually just Me. go to the hospital. Well, and you, Lawson, <laughs> but I can go to the hospital if I like break my leg or something, and they'll actually just serve me. And I was just like, "Wow, that's that's different from where I'm from." So it's changing it yeah. up. So I guess Australian uh, medical system, I really love that. Mm, it's pretty, yeah, sh- it's pretty awesome. Shout out! I've I've done some injuries this year, and I've just been hooked up. It's the best. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm grateful for today. Go quick. Blake and I are going to the gym together after this. That's that's what he said to me that's right. earlier this week. So we're definitely going. Okay, but before that happens, <laughs> there is a red tsunami approaching American shores, Ooh. and the Democrats are squirming in their seats Ooh. as they go all in on abortion. Why? <laughs> Let's talk about it. This is. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM, positively different. This just in, Lawson is now refusing to go to the gym with me. No, what? <laughs> no way. No way. So, this is what's Blake, happening. Blake has said to me for the last two weeks, he's like, yeah, dude, I'll, we're going to go to the gym together. And then every day I'm like, so we're going to go to the gym? We're going to go to the gym? And then he said to me, he said, okay, I can't work Thursday, on your Gen Z I schedule. promise. He said, I promise Thursday. I'm like, all right, let's go Thursday. And and, and, and the implication was Thursday morning. No, and then he's like, actually, no I've got people to drive around or something. And I'm like, well, let, let them get around. I don't know. Let them do their... I got responsibilities, kid. responsibilities. These adults, <laughs> let them figure their own life out. Come to the gym. And then he's, and then he's like, oh, well, let's go at midnight and i'm like i don't want to go at midnight to the gym how about you live a little okay <laughs> live a little and give me some quiz questions <laughs> yeah okay all right all right all right all right okay here we go fill in the blank i'm just preparing myself for this so i don't say the answer god is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should blank hath he said and shall he not do it and hath he or hath he spoken and he not make it good? 
0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you will go into the draw to win. We've got these two devotional sets. One is Jesus Wins in My Life Today. The other one it is It Is Finished and the Bridegroom is Coming. We'll give them to you for free. We're giving both of them because there's going to be two winners this week. So you should really get your answers in because you can win. But again, the number was... 0491-064-669. And the question is, fill in the blank. God is not man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should blank. Hath he said, and he shall not do it? Or hath he spoken, and he, shall he not make it good? Mm. 0491-064-669. Fill in the blank. One of my favorite things about last week was telling people where they could use Bibleopoly. Where can they use this gift? Um. Okay. <laughs> Wherever you have read. the ability to read. So <laughs> let's say on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Wherever you have the as in there are certain places where you no longer have any literacy skills. Totally. Okay. Yeah, totally. Uh wow. for, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, you like, can't oh, see. I'm by the ocean, no longer can <laughs> yeah, read. Yeah, that's right. Just, I lost all uh, the skills. Well, you know, I was uh I was going for a bike ride on Sunday. I went for an uh, And you couldn't read. And I just, no, I didn't lose the ability to read. But there was a time in which I was going down a hill and I didn't have any sunnies on and I was doing like sixty five K or something down this hill and my eyes were just had water running out them and i think like i could barely make out i could make out some you're shapes. crying because you forgot how to read that that's <laughs> correct yeah, it happens Co- correct um, i decided to slow down so i could you know <laughs> stop being sad about not being able to yeah, read i'm so sad about not being able to read anymore zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call if you know the answer. But hey, in positively different news, uh, there we go. Campers have been evacuated from Taronga Zoo, rushed out of the zoo <laughs> because there's there's five lions who've got out of their enclosure. This is positively encouraging. Yeah, 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 yeah because everyone's okay. Oh, okay. yeah, everyone is okay. I was like, where are we going with this uh, angle? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, five lions. Uh, including adult male Atto and Atto's <sighs> four cubs. They've jumped the six-foot fence and have just started running around the zoo. And, uh, you know, you can camp at Taronga Zoo. I've camped at Taronga Zoo in Sydney before. Beautiful experience. They call it sleeping with the lions, literally. <laughs> and, and, yeah, They're going to be sleeping with the fishes <laughs> yeah. once those lions and get Once up. those lions get out there. But, um, yeah, no, it's fantastic that, uh, you know, the lions are just kind of running around the zoo and just doing their thing. And then they were like, hey, everyone, you should probably leave. And then they evacuated all the people out of there. Everyone was okay. The, the amazing thing. All the people thing- that they found were fine all the people survived and the amazing thing about these kinds of stories as well is that all the animals survived too so they weren't like going hard attacking people and got shot you know no harambe type situation where they had to to put an animal down because they were attacking you man that's a wild story this reminds me of daniel the lion's den basically yeah yeah except that lions get out well you know (laughs) it really made me think and reflect because i think lions are such a you know they're epic majestic creature that you then see the nature documentaries and how they operate in person that they just sleep around all day that i'm like oh that's kind of that's kind of lame they can be a bit cooler than that it's like the lionesses who are doing all the cool stuff versus the 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 lions who are just sleepy and you know just, they gotta protect the the pack yeah, they gotta protect the pride they kind man. of give enough deadbeat dad vibes no to be you gotta storm your 
energy they, for protection. They just they just kind of laying around. Oh, it's all you're saying that now. But when the other guys come in, <laughs> then the big daddy has to take care of everything. No one's complaining then yeah. that he's there. Okay, but I think like lions are going to be so much cooler than their current status in heaven. And I love the verse where the Bible says like the lion shall lay with the lamb. You know yeah, like, that part like, is cool. Everyone will be hanging out. Will be hanging out with the lions in heaven. It's going to be so epic. But uh, hanging out with lions today means that you know, well, any attempt at that means you get evacuated and rushed to safety or eaten. Or yeah, or you eaten. Choose. It's yeah, a choose yeah, your own that's, adventure. That, that's that's the way. You can that's the way it goes. Safely evacuate or be eaten. Your choice. That's that's right. You know, talking about heaven, I am looking for this is. This is not even a joke. Like, I mm-hmm. literally have talked to the Lord about how cool and how excited I am about this one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about lions. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of tigers, but it also reminds me of bears. Oh, my. And I want to ride a bear around. Like, people might ride horses. I want to have, like, a bear chariot. Wow. Yeah. Just, like, this is my thing. Yeah. I, I know it sounds kind of weird. I'm not sure if I want to do polar bears, like, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of like polar bear. Like, I don't know. That's... It's crazy, but I'm more into like Kodiak grizzlies. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I'm more of an That's ocean. More my style. I'm more of an ocean animal kind of guy. So I'd, I'd love to, you know, ride like a giant like whale, like a like a big, you know, killer whale or like like a, orca style. Like a yeah yeah or like a dolphin or something or like a shark. Yeah, that'd be cool for like water stuff, but it's gonna be a real awkward ride on land. Yeah, but then like then. <laughs> I don't know. I'll find. I'll, you know, you can pick me up. I will. You'll pick me land. up with a bit. With and I'll pick chariot. you up. I'll pick you up. Here, with, here's what I want to hear from our listeners: uh, Texas at 0491-064-669. What kind of uh, transportation are you looking forward to in heaven? Mm. You know, are you you're going bear chariot like me, or are mm. you going to go orcas? Uh, like, uh, are you going double orca or just single? I think double, double orca, double orca, like track, a foot chariot. on either one. Yeah, that's right, that's <laughs> right. Just f- flying around. I want to, I want to see, and I want some emojis with those as well too. <laughs> so I'm, on, I'm a big emoji guy. So send in what kind of transportation are you looking forward to in heaven at oh four nine one oh six four six six nine here on Faith FM. Well, in some definitely an elephant for me. Oh, Ooh. that's cool. One or two? You going one or two? Uh just one. Yeah. On. Asian elephant, not an African elephant. The one with the cute little the tiny little ears. ears? Yeah. yeah, those are oh, so cute, dude. You're yeah. basically you're you're just a Persian Empire soldier right there. That's <laughs> that's, that's what they were doing like two thousand years ago. <laughs> that's so. Awesome. But I'm gonna have a treehouse, and so all I have to do is just the the elephant will just lift his trunk, and I'll just slide down out of my treehouse, and I'll be on the elephant. That sounds and away like the Jungle we'll Book. That <laughs> sounds, sounds awesome. Amazing. I'll come and visit with my bear chariot. Yeah, yeah. You'll pick me up, and we'll go yeah. to Shell's place. Like, hey, we're going to Shell's place. Yeah. She's riding an elephant. <laughs> go, go on, elephant riding. That's so sick. Well, in other quote-unquote heavenly news, not the third heaven, not the highest heaven where God dwells, but in space, Bum-bum. Uh, there has been a planet that has been found. And this planet has the average density of a marshmallow. So it's a big marshmallow planet. What? It's That's awesome. It's a big, soft planet. I'm it's, pretty sure I drew that in third grade. Its name I was is, ahead of my time. <laughs> it, its name is TOI-3757B. Yeah, of course. Yeah, just you know, but I'm going to name it Marshmallow Planet. That's that's its new name. Uh, Marshmallow Planet is 580 light years from Earth, 
which, you know, isn't very far. It's, <laughs> it's only 9,460,730,472,580.8 kilometers away. That all? So just a, just a quick trip. It's an afternoon trip. <laughs> That's right. Um, and it's actually the reason, like, they discover planets all the time. This one is obviously cool because its density is so low and it's big and it's squishy. It's, but it's essentially like a big gas giant, um, which is, which is cool, but it's formed around like a red sun and they've, never really seen gas giants do that before and they're like wow how does that even happen i think just so it's looking, a marshmallow planet roasting that's literally yeah it's that's a roasted it. marshmallow in space you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different i need to visit shell in her treehouse as she mm. rides down the elephant trunk while i'm riding my bear chariot yeah and you'll take me there after I get off my, you know, orca, orca. raft. <laughs> the orca raft. Actually, I want to ride that too as well too. So we'll, we can take turns. That's right. Totally. No, we can do it together. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question for the quiz. Who did God seek to... Wait. Excuse me? Who did God seek to kill in an inn? Wow. That's scary. That is heavy. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you will go into the draw to win our devotionals for this week. Jesus Wins is one set by, you know, we've got Elizabeth Talbot and Angie White. Jesus Wins in My Life Today, those books. And then in the other set, It Is Finished and The Bridegroom Is Coming. There are two winners for the prize for the draw this week. So that means you should get your names in. And only you only need one entry. You should put more in because then you have more chance, but you only need one. 0491-064-669. Who did God seek to kill in an inn? Mm. Heavy. That is heavy. But hey, right now, what's going on in the world of news? Well, it's, we got some heavy stuff as well, too. Before I said, there's a red tsunami coming, right? And things are not looking pretty for Joe Biden and the Democrats over there oh, in America. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how we say it over here. America. Uh, you know, things are getting wild. The U.S. economy is kind of in the tank. Crime's mm. out of control. Mm. I've seen that myself. When I was over there visiting California, literally now they have laws that you can basically walk into a Walgreens, walk into a pharmacy, uh, walk into any store, and you can take anything you want. You will not be arrested no matter what. You mm. just go in, grab it, walk out. No arrest. You will not be taken away. It's pretty crazy. There's just they're just like, yep. But, and then they bring leading proceeding legal proceedings against you later. No, no, nothing. There's no consequence. Zero, nothing. Zero. Really? Hundred percent. Is this shell? Is this true? This is very real. It's happening in California right now. See, I'm watching it happen. I'm seeing it happen. And the laws are like that. People are complaining because crime is out of control because there's no. Punishment, you know, the great novel crime punishment. It's just crime now. There's no more punishment, you know. Uh, and so the political race is coming to an end. Midterms uh, here November 8th. The Democrats are wondering why, you know, hey, what's happening here? But there's been a huge shift. Just a few weeks ago, the Democrats were leading by one vote. Mm. Now it's 49% voters in the Republican congressional candidates, while it's only 45% are backing the Democrats. So, and just like a month, it went from, I, I'm not good at the math, but here the Democrats were leading by one. Now they're trailing by four, and mm-hmm. there's still a week to go. Mm-hmm. A big part of this, you know, 
every you know, the economy is just really out of control and not looking good for the Biden administration. Now, remember, this doesn't mean that Biden loses his job. So this is like yeah. this is only in the midterm elections. But when we're talking about just the average person, the average Joe, not Joe Biden, the average Joe, they basically are find themselves like totally trapped between super high prices uh, for consumer goods and rising interest rates uh, yeah. for their mortgages. So now they can't afford a home to live in and they can't afford to buy anything to put in that home because of the 30-year mortgage rate all-time high in the last 30 mm-hmm. years, way past 6%. Yeah. Uh, you know, we ha- like they have rising inflation and then they, they need to use interest rates to quell inflation, but then raising interest rates. If they raise interest rates too much, all these companies, they'll go into recession, all these companies will die. It's a... Yeah, heavy, heavy situation. It's just a spiral. For sure. And then the Democrats previously in the previous election held, kind of held the edge with gun. They were their take on gun violence, their take on abortion, uh, their take on democracy in general. Mm-hmm. All that's gone away now as everyone is more concerned about the economy, the immig- immigration issues that are mm-hmm. happening, and especially inflation. John Halpin, uh, he is. Senior fellow at the Center for American Progress, he wrote, Inflation is a political wrecking ball for governments around the world. Why should the United States be any different, right? Yeah. The, and then this part's very interesting. Uh, according to a recent political morning consult poll, 64%, that's a big number, of voters say crime will play a major role in how they vote, with 59% saying the same about abortion access. So the woke language of defund the police has all but disappeared. No one is saying that anymore because crime is totally out of control. And and as someone who was just over there recently a few weeks ago, it is out of control. It's crazy. Like you got people who are, you know, living on the streets, camping and taking over entire cities, walking into stores and taking whatever they want with zero consequences Yikes. at all. Then the Democrats have have doubled down on abortion. Right, so with kind of the recent changes in Roe versus Wade, I know you guys have covered that on Faith FM. Mm. The the changing in the abortion laws have really like impacted popular belief mm. or popular you know demand by all mm. uh, different people in the political spectrum. Mm. Now the Democrats are so focused on that that they're not actually focused on these other very real Important issues issue. that are. Uh, impacting people's day-to-day lives as well, too. And so, and I want to be clear, abortion is a very important issue. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I, I, my position on abortion is going to be very different than the Democrat or the Joe Biden position, mm-hmm. but it's a very important issue. But it is secondary to the fact that you got to worry about someone breaking into your home and stealing all your stuff without mm-hmm. any consequences. Like, mm-hmm. with, you know, it's, it's kind of a scary place over there right now. Yeah. Uh, then... <clears throat> Even Bernie Sanders, so this guy, I don't know if you know Bernie Sanders, yeah, yeah, he's a we, wildcat, we know right? Him. Okay, so he wrote, in my view, while the abortion issue must remain at the front burner, it would be political malpractice to ignore the state of the economy and to allow these Republican lies and distortions to go unanswered, right? So even Bernie is seeing the red tsunami over the horizon. Things are about mm. to change. And what's what this means also, too, is, you know, all the January 6th stuff, no. like, that's going to get done away with. As soon, mm. as soon as this change happens, it'll be the Republicans who are investigating the Democrats mm. for uh, Hunter, you know, President Biden's son, Hunter's business deals with China. They're going to mm. investigate that. 
They're going to investigate the president's immigration border policies. They're going to investigate, and I'm kind of very looking forward to this, the U.S. mishap or withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yes, And and the origins of the coronavirus pandemic in China. Things are about to change on a very big scale politically because of this red tsunami that's about to take place. That all being said, with uh, the United States facing such rapid inflation... And, you, again, you basically have two options. Let it go because you don't want to raise interest rates and cause a recession or raise interest rates and cause a recession to which then your economy tanks and you have to deal with it. Either way, it leads to economic instability and it hurt unrest. and pain. Uh, and uh, Warren, Warren Buffett, you know, famous investor, uh, his biggest partner in investing, his name is Charlie Munger. I heard a quote from him where he said, if you look historically – at most nations that have collapsed, what preceded national collapse usually is in extreme inflation. For sure. Uh, if you look just at some recent examples, like particularly like Venezuela or Zimbabwe Greece. or Greece, you know, I've got. I actually have three hundred and seventy-five million Zimbabwean dollars in my wallet mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> But what, yeah, what preceded governmental collapse is inflation because of people, the, the, the feeling that, wait, my money, my hard work, my life is worth nothing. Yeah. You know, and seeing that inflation, again, this is one of the big reasons why people are shifting their votes or shifting on the political spectrum. It's like, well, under this government right now, my money is worth nothing. Yeah, my, it's becoming increasingly more difficult. That's right. It's becoming increasingly worth nothing. So it'll be interesting to see either this gets quelled or it continues to spiral, spiral and we could see in, extreme things happening in the United States. For sure. and, the, and we need to understand that what happens in the United States, what happens in the United States, there's a trickle-down effect to Australia, Australia as well, too. You know, I know, I know Australians, like, they want to pretend to not... Uh, care what happens over there in America, but it does impact us. Yep. Very, very real. Uh, yep. And so I just want to encourage our listeners to also remember too, though, that these are just signs of the times. Yeah. Like things, the political totally. turmoil, everything that's happening, don't be scared. Fear not, for the Lord is with you and he is coming back very, very soon. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. With Blake and Lawson, we are on our third question of the day for the quiz of the day. Are you ready, Lawson? I'm ready to go. Okay. There's actually a question I'm looking forward to asking. Oh. This is, this is interesting. This is getting deep. To teach the Pharisees that tragedy doesn't equate to sinfulness, Jesus asked them about some people that were crushed in an accident. What fell on the people killing 18 as told by Luke? So Jesus, he's talking to the Pharisees. He's trying to explain, hey, just because someone is poor or blind or sick, that doesn't mean that God hates them. That doesn't mean it's because they're sinful. Um, And then he uses an accident to illustrate that, that that it happened in Jerusalem at the time. Something fell on a bunch of people, and 18 of them died. What was it that fell on them? 0491-064-669 is the number to call. And if you know the answer, you go into the draw to win out of two devotional sets. One is a morning devotional, one's an evening devotional. You basically got the whole day sorted out, guys. You're just <laughs> living your best life. Again, that number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. 0491-064-669. Uh, we have two prizes up for grabs. There's going to be two winners uh, for this week. It's too crazy week. over here. But yeah, what 
fell on these people killing 18. I actually don't know the answer to this. I need to think about it more. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to process this in mm-hmm. my head. I don't have itchy teeth. I have an itchy brain right itchy now. Itchy brain. <laughs> 0491-064-669. But right now it has come time for interview of the day and we've got one of our absolute favorite guests on, Jeremy Dixon. Jeremy, are you there? I am. Hello. Oh, fantastic. Well, we get you on the show to talk about all things healthy, tasty, vegan, amazing food as, you know, coming out of the Revive Cafes over there in New Zealand. And, uh, yeah, I guess the big question is, what are we talking about today? Well, I thought I'd share with you some tips of when you're catering, either for like a big group at home for a church lunch or just a big group of people. Uh, just share some of my kind of tips from the cafe that I've learned to make things easier, cheaper, and still keep it amazingly delicious. I need to take notes on this one. <laughs> I I actually... I was watching you. In, I was watching you open your laptop and like, I'm taking notes. <laughs> in, in two weeks, I have been asked to cater for a, a church visioning day to, to cook food for everyone. It's going to be like 20 people? people there. 20. So, okay, good. So, so I I'm t- I need to take notes. Make I need that, to make that twenty one. Yeah, I'm well, coming. Blake's coming too. You know, so so I'm I'm pretty confident, but at the same time, I need these tips. So so what can we do when we're when we're catering? It's our church lunch. We're having our family over. You know, you're providing visioning day food or a birthday dinner or whatever. How can we go about that? Well, so I'll give you a few tips up front, then I'll give you some actual specific recipes at the end. Mm. So I suppose the big thing, the underlying principle, probably with any business or anything you do, is just kind of keep it really simple. Mm. You don't have to have 500 dishes that are intricately, interestingly prepared. Uh, often you can just have like a nice main dish mm. that's really delicious and a couple of salads and a dessert or something like that. Mm. Um, you don't necessarily need to have a whole lot of different things that you slave hours over. Mm-hmm. I suppose, especially if you're doing big things like church lunches when there might be, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 people, you're going to have helpers. So you want to make sure you don't kind of, you know, stress everyone out. So the simpler you can make it, the more often you're going to want to do it. If your helpers won't kind of not want to come and you'll keep the cost down, which makes it easier to do it more often. So I'll share a few tips now to do that. Mm. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. So first, I suppose, um, yeah, so first, just, if you can stick with a couple of options, it's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and I suppose the main thing, main thing is looking at you know what makes up the bulk of your food. Have a think. Mm. Now, for example, if you do a roast vegetable salad, that's made up of you know sweet potato, pumpkin, capsicum, all these really expensive ingredients. You have to slave hours and chop for ages. You put it in the oven and you cook it, and it shrinks to about a quarter the size, mm. and it with not much bulk. So you kind of want to think what's going to bulk up my food. Mm. And so, for example, um, in salads, for example, like a rice salad, you just cook yes. a big pot of rice and just add a few flavors to it. Mm. But it's kind of the 80 20 wall. You want to make sure 80% of your salad is just easy stuff you just do and pour in. And then you leave your 20% to kind of your, um, all your little kind of small, tasty stuff. So, um, I'm in the cafe today, so it's a little bit noisy here. Mm. Um, yeah, so, so rice salads are really good. Um, chickpea salads, like we have an amazing Moroccan chickpea salad, which is just a big pot of cooked chickpeas. Mm. Um, drain them, put them in a bowl, and then just mix through some ni- a nice dressing and a few little annual herbs. Oh, um, so you want to keep it simple with that. Um, another one is oh, okay, like a, a grated carrot or a coleslaw salad. Mm. Um, like if you get you, if you look look in your pantry, you probably find all these attachments that came with your food processor. Find the one that does a grating or a slicing blade, mm. and use that to cut your cabbage or your carrot or some kind of or your beetroot or your vegetables. And you can just churn out huge amounts of bulk fresh stuff in like minutes. 
So uh, make sure you see if you can find that. So yeah, so coleslaw is really good. And again, some coleslaws are really horrible. So if you, if you don't like coleslaw, it's probably because you haven't had good ones. But you can really make coleslaws delicious with you know making Thai theme, put some coriander and some curry paste and things in. Mm. So um, you don't be scared of the word coleslaw if you just use the old KFC variety. Yeah, I, uh, I totally know what you mean. Uh, one that's really popular at my church is kale salad. Now, kale, I don't know, it yeah. just has this weird aura around it where people hate it. They hear the word kale and they're like immediately feel queasy or something. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why, but because we just like when it's salad day at church, when we have salads, like the kale salads come out, multiple people make it and it is just the best. But it's one of those ones where, yeah, you know, you can just slide, yeah. slice the thing up really fine, really nice and just make so much. Kale is yeah, sliced up really fine, mate. You don't want to have a big chunk of kale, put people off. Yeah, time sliced really fine, it's great. Or even just a quick steam just to kind of um kind of soften it a bit. No, mm-hmm. again, yeah. And again, mix things together. I even have some kale salad and then mix it with some carrot or some beetroot or some um cabbage. So mm-hmm. you've kind of got a mixture of things there. So mm-hmm. um you don't have to slave hours over over slicing kale all day. So <laughs> yeah. um free free flowing ingredients like um so like um peas is really good, like frozen peas, frozen corn. Mm. Uh, things you can kind of just pour out of a bag mm. um, or even um, like chopped peanuts are a good ingredient to add to a salad. So um, there's lots of things you can kind of keep in your freezer or your pantry that you kind of just open a bag, throw them in, it's done. You don't have to sit there and kind of chop things for 20 or 30 minutes. So oh, you kind of amazing. keep that in the back of your mind. Uh, noodle salads are really good. Some rice noodle salads are cool. Mm. So you can just obviously cook up a quick pot of rice noodles and then you can just throw lots of um, you know dressings and ingredients in. Um, and flavors and stuff. So yeah, focus your energies on not the chopping. So you can do the do the bulk easy, and then you can focus all your time on just making it special, adding that mm. the curry paste, the dressing, the peanuts, the sprinkles, the herbs. You know, put your energy into making it special rather than just slaving over the all the prep. Mm. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, so that's probably from a salad point of view. So you yeah, so pick a pick an easy salad that hasn't got huge amounts of prep. Again, you, 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 there is a place for doing some things that chop and everything, but just make it the small part of the salad, not the bulked up part of it. And you generally find that will help the salad um, be uh, be cheaper as well in terms of ingredient costs. So in terms of hot dishes, um, if you want something really easy to feed a lot of people, like a hot pot or a dal is really good. Big pot on the oven, throw ingredients in, um, Cook it up, stir it up, and at the end of it, you've got like a big dish, like a you know a twenty liter pot, for example, can probably a big big twenty liter pot can probably serve about probably between you know forty to eighty people mm. if you combine it with some brown rice or quinoa or something like that. So, kind of a, and a dal is red lentils are probably the if you're in a in a, in a bind, do a really nice dal and you can put really beautiful flavors in and make it taste amazing. So, mm. um, a dal is probably my my pick if you want to do something really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, any kind of, you know, kind of um, like a like a rice cake or a potato cake can be really easy. So, again, you make a big batch oh. of it, then use like an ice cream scoop, put it on a baking tray, throw it in the oven, um, which is easy rather than, for example, if you do individual fritters where you're frying them on a pan and flipping every single one. Yes. That can take a lot of time as well. Yes. Um, and to go with those, one thing that is really cool that we use in the cafe, particularly in winter, is a cheap salsa. Uh-huh. So salsa, you typically have to stand there for hours chopping tomatoes really fine. But what you do is you use a cheap salsa. So what you do is you get like a big can of chopped tomatoes uh-huh. and then just add a little bit of fresh ingredients. Add some, some finely diced red onion, some coriander, some lemon juice, some chili if you're brave. Mix it through and it tastes like a really beautiful fresh tomato salsa, but it's come out of a can and no one knows. 
That is amazing. I, I love I love hearing those words are sweet to the ears. It comes out of a can, but no Nobody one knows. knows. <laughs> oh, incredible. Particularly in winter when tomatoes tomatoes are really expensive as well. Yeah, really, sure. really, mm. really no flavour. So um, yeah, just it's just being really clever. And again, the eighty twenty or using eighty percent of it just that canned tomatoes, just and then just focus your time on cutting up those little nice things that are gonna give it that nice flavour. <sighs> yes. That sounds amazing. Um yeah. So uh, desserts, um, so for a large thing, so again, desserts are an interesting thing as well, and I generally like to keep it healthy. Um, rather than doing, you know, fruit salad and ice cream, there are some creative things you can do. Um, often, like, big slices in a tray are really good. So you get a nice big baking tray, and you could do a slice or a cheesecake or, a, mm. you know, there's a million kind of vegan recipes around. And then something that you can chill is really good. So when you get it, all you do is just slice it into little cubes mm. and put that on a plate as a dessert. And often those little kind of, the vegan cheesecakes or the kind of slices or brownies and things are, all, are quite concentrated. They still have a lot of nuts and fruits. Yes. So you don't need big serving sizes. Just a little, yes. you know, two by two centimeter cube is often all you need with those things. You don't need to be doing massive wedges because yeah. um, they're very concentrated. So you can do a big tray sliced up. You can potentially get 60 servings out of one tray mm. um, for a dessert. And then just um, put a little bit of cashew cream on the side, a little bit of fruit salad, um, and that could be more than enough for a dessert. Oh, amazing. So we've hit all the points so far. We've got the salads, the entrees. Uh, we've got our, our main meals. You know, we're going to do a dal, a rice, you know, rice dish, whatever it may be. And then, yeah, get in with our uh, dessert with some, with some, you know, ch- finely chopped up cheesecake. Is, is there, is there any, 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 any other recipes where you're like, wow, serving a lot of people like this has been, particularly for the cafe as well. Like, oh, this has been our go-to when we've had functions or events or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, so basically your hot pot, your big, big, beautiful pot of curry hot pot. Let's go. Not butter Let's chicken. Go. Morocco. <laughs> um, you know, like a chickpea dal or a dal, any kind of Thai curry with tofu. Just mm. fill a pot with your yummy stuff. Um, throw in a bit of cashew cream or coconut cream if you want at the end to make it nice and smooth. Um, and then just you know, throw little bits of colours and herbs in. So, and again, if you're serving with rice or quinoa, like a big pot of rice, yes. you know, a big rice cooker, then bang, that, that's 50% of your bulk there with no virtually no effort. Yeah. So, um, which is, is a lot easier. And you'll find people are quite happy with a, a handful of dishes rather than, and, you know, it's lovely coming to a pot like where you've got. You know, you're trying to fit 50 things on your plate, which is quite fun. And I love those. But mm. there's a time when you need to be efficient and just actually, we're just going to do a dal and a curry and two salads and some rice. Yeah. And man, that, that's going to be an amazing lunch for people. So um, you don't need to overcook it and make it hard for mm. yourself and expensive as well. And, and if you do that more often, you're going to do it more often. You're not going to wear yourself out and go, oh, I'm never doing yeah, this again. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Either You're going to get more and more, more, you're going to do it more often. Yeah, and definitely, like, personally, at at a function or an event or at church or whatever, like, um, yeah, sure, you appreciate lots of different foods, but you also just appreciate something simple that tastes good and is made well and is nourishing. Like, yeah, you, you don't yep. have to go crazy. And I love how, yeah, hot pot is just one of those things you can just chuck everything in and just serve yep. it. And it's, it's, right, it's easy. It's right there, you know, and it's amazing to eat. And you just enjoy it. It's like so, um, yeah. Carefree. In fact, you know, when there's too much stuff at the potluck and you've just got all these f- flavors, all this friction on the plate, you know, that are, that are fighting against each other, it's like flavor friction. Everything is you, you take a bite, it's like you don't, you're eating, you're eating that. Yeah. Of the one spoonful. You, start, 
you can't taste the individual flavors. Exactly. That's right. There have, been, time, there have been times at Pollock where there's just been so many different types of things. They all just get mixed up in the bowl or the plate anyway. And then it's like, oh, what was yep. the point? This could have been one dish, you know, just with a thousand different ingredients. But yeah, I love that where it's just like, hey, you, if you eat one nice thing, you're like, you're satisfied. If you can eat a lot of one nice thing, if you eat like a just yep. a ton of spaghetti or a ton, I love, yeah, like a dal with rice, you just like can heap it on the plate. Like you are satisfied if it's, you know, if it just hits those yep. points of being salty and nourishing, like you're, you're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it also to things that encourage you to eat more. So you're going to roll out of the place feeling like you want to have a sleep. So yeah, uh, yeah kind of keep things more efficient as well. Put you a afternoon program. Uh-huh. Everyone turns up and falls asleep on the table. So, <laughs> amazing! Oh, oh, that's awesome! Lessons on napping, that, right here. That, on Faith that's FM. right. You you want people to walk out of your meal falling asleep? Hey, Jeremy, thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing for us. I've taken some some notes. I'm going to save this recording for later so I can prepare for 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 the visioning day that I'm cooking for. And I'm sure the listeners have appreciated too. They probably have some, I don't know, birthdays or church lunches or whatever it may be coming up. But thank you. Hey, just so one much. final, final oh, yeah. tip. Just one final tip. Um, just obviously, when you're serving, you need to know your things need to be served hot or cold. Like fellows are cold, mains are hot. So just thinking ahead of time. What do I need to keep in the fridge? What do I need to kind oh, of pre-warm yes. and walk before you're serving? So making sure you're heating it up just before serving. Um, you bring it out of the fridge just before serving. So take into account what fridge space you've got. What um, you know, plan that out so you're not turning up with um, warm hot food and warm salad. So um, just keep that in the back of your mind when you're planning to. Epic stuff, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one eight hundred Faith FM.